0: Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a ton to get to today. A lot of listener participation as well, so I can't wait to hop into that. But real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's episode is presented to you by the amazing people over at Sugarfire in Westminster. Just a great place to grab some lunch, maybe some dinner, just fantastic barbecue i'll tell you more about them in just a little bit but we got so much going on right now i kind of spit in my mouth and it rumbled through the microphone and i apologize because it sounded weird at least in my head anyway i hit the rewind button don't forget to delete that okay all right anyway i'm sorry i'm weird here we go let's jump into some headlines Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) This is kind of adding a new thing to my fear list. And I guess I never thought of it. And they they haven't released that many details of exactly what happened, but it just kind of makes your head spin of what the heck happened. This customer has filed a negligence lawsuit against Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I love Dunkin' Donuts. Great product all around. And the the customer's claiming he was injured by an exploding toilet at one of the coffee chain's locations in Central Florida. Yeah, now I'm scared to use the bathroom. Great. Thanks, Dunkin'. Well, I really need to take a Dunkin' right now, but I can't, because I'm Filled with fear and feces. (laughs) What the hell? How does it explode? I'm not a plumber, but there's got to be a a crazy reason for this. I I, I just can't imagine that that's a, a common thing. Oh, did you hear the other day? There was another exploding toilet. Oh, classic Tuesday. No, the guy's name is Paul Kurok. And he's seeking more than $100,000 in a, a lawsuit that was filed this, uh, this week in a court in Orlando claiming he suffered severe and long-term injuries. Holy shit. What happened? That was after the explosion. And and he, he also says that he suffered uh, with the bodily injury. He's also required mental health care and counseling since the incident took place last year in January, in 2022. Actually, I guess that was January of of 2022, more than uh, a year ago, so two years ago. Oh, my God. My God. I want to know what the heck caused this. And apparently the guy came out and told the, he, he's, like, covered in, in urine and, and and poo, and he goes to, like, one of the workers, and they're just like, yeah, sir, we know that there's a problem in the bathroom. Like they didn't really seem to care that he <laughs> like, yeah, no kidding there's a problem. It's dripping all over me. And the fact that he has some long term injuries from this, that's scary. Okay. Next time you use a, a restroom, go in and out real quick. Don't be lollygagging in there because you're you're sitting on a time bomb, apparently. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to find out more information on this, on, on how the heck that happened. I, I've never heard of a toilet exploding. Unless somebody drops something in there, like one of those um, old-school fireworks. Like, what are those, M-80s or something like that? that? That's the only way that I can think of. But, man, that's scary. Poor guy. Poor guy. Uh, I've been seeing this going around a lot as of late. It's that time of year. And almost every news outlet is going to, uh, you know, put this out in some sort of article or social post. So what it is is should Super Bowl weekend be a u.s holiday and for the longest time i was just like yeah i mean everybody seems to to celebrate it as far as yeah, everybody's watching go to a, a grocery store the day that uh, uh, during the super bowl it's usually a ghost town especially if your team is in the game nobody's there now, I'm sure there are some stores would have some evidence to back that up a little bit more concrete, whether it's in favor of it being busy or not. But the, the point is, so many people are watching the game whether they care about the game or not because you're either watching the, the football game or you're somebody that is also or just interested in the commercials and the halftime show and there's nothing wrong with that it's it's quite brilliant when you think about it when it comes to how the NFL is set up the the NFL or the Pro Bowl and what it's what it's really evolved to so part of me says yeah it should be considered a holiday obviously I don't think it ultimately should because it's revolving around a corporation. It's kind of kind of scummy when you think about that. But this is what I would say. If I, if I had a company and my employees were especially really into the Super Bowl, I'd just make the Monday after the Super Bowl a soft start or a late start, however you want to say, say it. You know, normally you come in at 8 o'clock in the morning, come in at 10. That way you can sleep in a little bit longer and recover from your hangover or whatever, okay? Because you're a raging alcoholic that can't be trusted around booze and football and chips. Now you got a tummy ache and a headache, okay? So come in at 10 o'clock the next day. That's really it. I, I, I think it would be wrong to essentially allow a corporation like the NFL to be allowed to have the power of saying that they're they have their own holiday if you as a company want to observe it go ahead but i don't i don't think that that's a i don't think that would be great nationwide people would flip their lid all the all the especially all the people that are on athletic They'd be like, "Uh, that's not fair. What about a, a national holiday for book reading? <laughs> no, no. I don't know. You let me know. Do you think it should be? DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at DeHuffPodcast. Before we get into the listener interaction, I, I saw a post on Reddit about a woman that was invited to her friend's wedding. And when she got the invitation, there was a charge in order for her to attend the wedding. $65 to attend a wedding. Screw that. Unless it's like a destination wedding, which this is not. And even in that sense, I mean, like if you're inviting people, I've never been invited to a destination wedding. So I don't know what the rules are on that. So I guess I'll throw that out. This is a, you know, you travel in from wherever in the United States and you're in the mainland and this is where, you know, this is where you're going. Let's just say it's in, uh, Denver, Colorado. Let's just say that's where the wedding's at. There shouldn't be a a charge for that. This is what the lady said. The thing is, I know they have money. She said, the bride inherited a lot of money from her grandma in advance. They have a house. Her fiance is an engineer. They have a boat and they are currently renovating their house. She said, I also suspect that they actually can afford both a renovation and the wedding, but they're probably just trying to play it smart and make the guests contribute because, as I've said, I've always known she's cheap. Here's the simple solution to this problem. If somebody's going to charge you to attend their wedding, then don't go to their wedding. I don't care how good of a friend they are. They're obviously cheap assholes if they're going to charge you to show up to their wedding, their big day. Well, guess what? It's not going to be a fun day if everybody joins together and doesn't show up because you're being a cheap ass. That's jacked up. I couldn't imagine doing that. Couldn't imagine doing that. It, that that's where just like people just get way out of hand when it comes to weddings. You know, you want to make it super spectacular, super over the top. Well, this lady wants to do that, but now she just doesn't want to, you know, front the bill. Her and her uh, dickhead groom husband. Come on, man. I would just, I would, (laughs) this is what I would do if I received that uh, invite in the mail. I would get another envelope, put the invite in there. Take a picture with like uh you know just on my phone, go over to Walgreens, get it printed out, and then when they open up the letter with that has a picture in there, it's just gonna be me with a middle finger saying "fuck you," cause I'm not going. Here's a five dollar gift card to Taco Bell. Enjoy your your wedding. Can't wait to be at your divorce party. <laughs> ah, it's so tacky. So tacky. I can't believe it. I guess I can believe it. People are just cheap. And here's the thing. There's probably going to be a good amount of people that pay for it. But I think the long-term damage is that a lot of people are just going to be not friends with them anymore. Like, you might show up reluctantly, pay the money, but eventually you're going to be like, you know what? They're just a bunch of dicks. I mean, they charged us for their wedding and and all that. That's always going to be there. It's always going to be this this point of resentment. I, I would never, I, I wouldn't like them. I wouldn't like them. Unless I had money to burn where I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. I'm so rich. That's fine. Let's go. I'll pay for everyone. <laughs> but that's not going to happen because you know me. Uh-uh. I'm cheap. So I'm not going to do it. My son's in the corner shaking his head when I said I'm cheap. And he's like, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, we got a bunch of listener interaction coming your way. It's awesome. Can't wait. But first, Sugar Fire in Westminster. Legit barbecue. That's honestly, that's what they should get. Just a banner on the side that says legit barbecue. Because that's what it is, man. They're off 144th and Orchard Parkway. Like I said, in Westminster, right next to snooze and it's just a great place to go into in fact once you open the doors you're gonna be smacked in the face with this beautiful aroma of smoked meats it's so freaking like mind-melting it's so great and anything you get on the menu is just gonna knock your socks off whether it's their brisket whether it's their turkey whether it's what else do they have, like, like mac and cheese, whether it's their burgers. There's so many things. Their ribs. Oh, oh God, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. In fact, you can see what I'm talking about. You can follow them on social media, at Sugarfire Westie. Make sure you follow them, because Chef Clint and his crew love to post their daily specials. Whatever it is, he loves to put it on there. And then he'll tell you about all well, all the ingredients, what what they you know how they prepare them. He always tries to come up with a silly name too for the daily special. I, I like it. They're so creative over there. It's a chef-driven barbecue joint. You can't say that about most barbecue joints. And they take barbecue to a an elite level. It's fantastic. Not only do they have amazing entrees, but they have amazing sides. Whether it's their Their Brussels sprouts with the sweet Thai chili. You got their amazing uh, fried pickles. You got to get the fried pickles for the love of God. You do. There's so many other great things that I can't think of right now. It's so good. And they also have amazing sauces as well that you can add to your your entrees uh, at your table. It's amazing. Great place. You got to go check them out. Sugar Fire in Westminster, 144th and Orchard Parkway. Like I said, right next to Snooze. It's on the south side of 144th. Uh, go check them out. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. You know what we need to do? Let's jump into the mailbag. Mailbag! You've got mail! <laughs> Well, this comes in from the Kip Wilson on Twitter. Kip Wilson, my former uh, hangout buddy, we used to go around and shoot a bunch of videos around uh, the Denver area, and he kind of, we kind of drifted off because he's really hardcore now into his own show, which he was before, uh, uh, Stoned Appetite. You got to follow him. Great show and a lot of great content on social media. So go ahead and follow Kip uh, either as Stoned Appetit or the Kip Wilson. But anyway, I said, give me some random things to talk about. Well, this is what Kip chimed in with. He was the first one to chime in. And he said, what are the best events to attend at the National Western Stock Show over the next few weeks? Because that's starting. As I record this today... They're doing the parade in downtown Denver, which I covered last year with Kip. It was a lot of fun. He and I were the the lone media members that just had the nuts to go out in the middle of the parade route and just take video and interview the, the, the cowboys and cow ladies uh, out there all the time. It was great. It was so much fun. A little intimidating because... Some of those horses are huge. And then when they get those longhorns running down downtown, oh, my God, that's a little scary. But very cool to watch. If you can't go this year, you got to go next year. It's, it's definitely worth, worth going to. But anyway, uh, he said, you know, what are some of the cool events? So I looked it up. I went to the National Western Stock Show's website because there's so many things going on. One of the coolest things that I wish I could have done when I was a kid, and i we we tossed around the idea of doing this when our kids were little, but we opted not to mutton busting that's like where there's a little kid that you know they're they're wearing like protective helmet and stuff like that, but they they get on the back of a sheep and then they let the sheep out of the the gate and then they see how long the kid can hold on to the 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 little sheep the mutton oh it's awesome i think that's cool they did that at like the halftime show for one of the bronco games and all these people on the east coast are like what the hell's that Ugh. fucking colorado they're mean to their their animals it's a fucking little sheep and it's fine jeez and the kid was fine too you big babies <laughs> jeez so that would be a fun thing to watch Especially if you have a little one and you can get them in there. Now, it would be funny if, like, uh, I convinced them to be like, I swear to God, I'm five years old. I'm just big for my age. And then they let me jump on top of a, a, a sheep. <laughs> They're like, sir, sir? No, I'm not a sir, I'm a kid. And then I uh, pop on the back of a sheep and I just squish it. <laughs> well, then, then people would be upset. For uh, you know, mistreating an animal, because apparently the huff squished one. <laughs> he squished, poor. Kid. <laughs> I just imagine like a cartoon, like its legs all pop out to the side. I'm kidding. Obviously, it's not gonna happen. Jeez, don't need a. I don't need us an angry letter. Be like the huff's talking about and plopping on, uh, you know, sheep. Ooh, my feelings are <laughs> hurt. Stop it. Stop it. I'll tell you something that's not an event, but it kind of is, is when you go outside, they have so many different food trucks out there right now that you should you should do some food truck hopping. Pack some extra cash with you and plan on doing that. Well, last year, I had the the honor of being able to go into... Simply Pizza's food truck And they let me In there and like make Some pizzas, so cool Beautiful design And just just really cool Amazingly tasty Product too, giving them Some free love, but you gotta go Out there and check them out, last year they had A De Huff pizza I think like two people bought it <laughs> But it was delicious I don't remember what we had on it but it was, it was great, great people over there. But there's all these other food trucks out there you got to try. So that's, that's an event in itself. Obviously, if you can get some tickets on some bull riding, bull riding is always fun. I love watching bull riding. My son and I will watch it sometimes on, you know, YouTube or whatnot. And it's just fun. And kind of going along with that is, like, they have the Mexican rodeo. Mexican rodeo, I've never had the opportunity to, to go to one, but everybody I've talked to that's gone to the Mexican rodeo say, hands down, just a great, great time. So I, I want to do that myself. So if you ever get a chance to do it, let me know how, how fun it was. Again, for something for the kids, they got stick horse rodeo. Now, again, if there's a way that I can weasel my way into this competition and just pretend that I'm like a child, uh, I'm mentally I am a child, so i I think I could possibly you know convince somebody I just have a beard it's uh <laughs> I'm mature for my age. I think that would be fun to just go ride it around on a stick horse and pretending to like take just like over like exaggerate like like whoa 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 whoa, he's a girl, he's a girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sir, how did your uh, stick horse poop on the on the event floor? You're like I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sir, can you pull up your pants, please? Um they have like a what is this? A breeding sheep show? Is that for adults only? Don't know what that is. Sheep shearing. Sheep shearing would be cool. That's where they get the sheep and they in they shear them. They cut off all that that fur or not fur, their, their, their wool, uh, as quick as possible. It's really cool looking. So those are some things that uh, I think that you, sh- that, that you should go check out, but there's plenty more, I'm sure. Last year, Kip and I were wandering around the, the bowels of the event center out there, and we're in a bunch of stalls in and out. We we're just looking for some miscellaneous footage you know, part of us were just, we were having technical issues. So we weren't in like the best moods and all of a sudden Kip comes over to me and he's like trying not to burst into laughter. And he's like, dude, I just got this on video. That cowboy over there, uh, was massaging that cow's lady parts. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? And he's like, yeah, I don't know why he was doing it. And like, sure enough, I have it on, I posted it somewhere on, on my, like, Instagram or something. If you go back to last year, find it. It's so disgusting. I'm like, I don't understand that. I'm not in, I'm not in that circuit. So I'm not, I don't know why that he would be doing that. But he was doing it. And he just was just, it seemed like it was just like one of those things. Instead of like, you know how, like, you pet a cat, you pet a dog, but you pet him on the head or on the back. Stuff like that. This guy is just like, how do you pet it? How do you greet a cow? <laughs> By doing that. Giving it a physical, I guess. JR Slick wrote in, explain to us what the fuck Madonna is doing in this video. Now, what I'll do for the people that haven't seen this, I posted, I responded to it, excuse me, on my Twitter account. So you can find it at the huff podcast but it's a video of madonna wearing sunglasses and she's in like this silver onesie and she's barely in it i mean because she's she's not as young as she used to be okay there's things and bits and pieces trying to work their way out they're fighting hard but it looks like her movement, she's, like, doing, like, some weird squats and twists and turns. But it's it's like an old person trying to look attractive. And it kind of looks like she's scratching her back on the wall. Like, have you ever had a scratch on your middle of your back? And you're like, uh, I need to scratch it. So that's, like, what she's doing. But she's trying to be attractive. And she's, like, dipping down and stuff like that. It's so bizarre. Makes no sense. Like, what are you doing? Madonna. Come on. I get it. I get it. You used to be a sex symbol. And you know what? Maybe you still are. But, you know, kind of look in the mirror a little bit. Go back and review your tapes. That's what I always tell people when you do, whether it's video work or like radio type stuff, podcasting, whatever. Go back and and review your work and critique yourself and be like, should I have done that? There's a chance, a good chance she watches that and goes, ah, I look like that. Why didn't anybody tell me? Holy shit. Holy shit. That's disgusting. Hold on. Sorry. I just got a good glimpse of myself trying to look attractive. She just starts puking her guts out. Not a good look, Madonna. Know when to say when, okay? Just because you can, and let's be honest, you barely can, doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should. Former Denver Bronco, former coworker of mine, Joel Dreesen chimed in. By the way, I got to say this about Joel Dreesen. Anytime he chimes in and participates with the podcast, he's, he's the goat. He always knocks it out of the park. So, Joel, this is your official soundbite. Yeah, you're the goat I love that soundbite of a goat Just screaming It's just so frightening Could you imagine you're on a farm Your first day You don't know much about animals And all of a sudden you hear that What's happening? Somebody's dying No, it's just Carl the goat that's it So he says Meatloaf, Bean Dip, Confetti, Sex Toys, and Windshield Wiper Blades. That's what he wrote. Those are his random topics. First of all, let's go through these. We'll do them one by one, and then we'll clump them together and see what we get. One by one, Meatloaf is, in my household, does not get any love. And I love Meatloaf. But my wife is so picky. But really, what meatloaf is, is just a, a long, thick-ass burger. And that's beautiful. It's so good. And obviously, you can add you know spices and whatnot, whatever, to your liking in there. But it's delicious. I love a good meatloaf. Now, that being said, I've had some bad meatloaf before. But most of the time it's great. I I would like to bring meatloaf to my house. Next time my wife is out of town, I'm making meatloaf, okay? Listen to me, I'm so I'm so excited for the possibility of slamming a bunch of meat down my throat, okay? I can't I can't wait. I can't wait. Bean dip. Bean dip, I love bean dip. My wife's stepmom makes an amazing seven-layer bean dip, okay? I can't tell you anything else she makes, but a seven-layer bean dip is beautiful to me. As long as you have good chips, because you got to have good, strong tortilla chips with that. Maybe some Fritos, because Fritos, you know, have the scoops and stuff like that. Those are good. But it has to be a good, strong tortilla chip. If you get something that's thin it's just like, what's the freaking point? I don't want to be eating bean dip with a spoon. I want to be eating it with a chip. So if you get a good bean dip like that seven layer, oh, my God. Now, confetti, not a fan of confetti. Confetti is annoying. I, I, I look at that at the end of a, a championship game, and there's confetti everywhere. I'm like, wow, that's great. Looks good for about five seconds. Then it just irritates me, because I'm like, somebody's got to clean that up, and that's going to take forever. That's what goes through my mind. And it's just like, really, do you need to? If anything, save the paper, save whatever materials, and just do a laser show. Somebody wins. That's better than freaking confetti. Nobody cares. Uh, Sex toys. I don't know why you wrote that, uh, Joel. (laughs) <laughs> it's a little inappropriate, okay? Man, this is a family show. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'll tell you what. Uh if you use them, good for you. The I don't I don't see what the problem is. I know I know some people will frown upon that. We had did that story like a month ago, where that guy, that police officer, I think in Kansas or something like that, like freaked out because his wife. Wanted to buy a toy that was bigger than he was And that pissed him off And it's like, dude, come on, get over yourself If she's having fun, then you're having fun, right? Get over it If it helps the experience, that's fine But if it's ruining your relationship That's another thing You know what I mean? She's like, you know, I'm tired I had a long day with, uh, uh, you know, my friend uh, Carol Who's Carol? And then she opens the drawer. And it's like, Me, that's Carol. <laughs> oh, oh, that's weird. Why is it a lady name? And then next thing you know, they're divorced. Okay, that's the problem. Then he ends it with windshield wiper blades. You got to get good windshield wiper blades, but you don't want to overpay for them. And you got to be. It's funny because. When you when you have good wiper blades, you don't really notice. When you have bad ones, that's when it sucks. And you usually don't know you have bad ones until you're in the middle of a rainstorm or it's snowy now. And you got that stupid, annoying streak in the middle of your line of sight. That's annoying. That's annoying. Like, I don't, I don't know how many times I've done that. You're trying to go home from a long day of work. Your windshield's kind of frozen, kind of not. And then you're thinking, all right, I knocked off all the ice, should be good to go. Then you hit the road and you start using your wipers and there's that one fucking streak right in the middle. And You can't do anything about it because you're on I-25 and there's a bunch of dumb drivers around you anyway. So now it's just going to make it even more crazy. And you got to sit funny in your seat so you can kind of see enough past the weird streak. It's annoying. Now you clip all those things together. Meatloaf, bean dip, confetti, sex toys, and windshield wiper blades. Yeah, you just got a good time going on right there. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you know what I'm saying. It's gonna be great. Things are gonna get weird, but good thing is you got some food, got some toys, and uh, windshield wipers. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna do with those, but who knows? The night is young. The night is young. By the way, Steve chimed in on that. And he said, "Speaking of wiper blades, I had shoulder surgery recently, and I can't change mine. Can you help?" <laughs> That's adorable. No, no, <laughs> not gonna do that, Steve if i did i would charge an outrageous amount of money and by the time i got there i would be do- i would charge you let's say 500 dollars an hour and most of my time would be on youtube uh, you know searching how do i change you know whatever your make of car is wiper blades okay that's what i would be doing and and you'd pay for that time you would hey real quick before we wrap this up i thought this was interesting i was looking at all the 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 places that this show gets played in are, and, and it's not just the United States, which is really cool. I have a lot of listeners, the second most popular country that listens to De Huff on censored What, what, what would you think that is? Mexico, Canada? No, 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 no. It's German. The Germans listen to me. So in Germany, I want to reach out and say thank you. But the problem is, I imagine you, if you listen to me in Germany, you, you probably know some German. And I figure what better way to say thank you to my German listeners is it to actually have somebody say thank you for listening. So here you go. Vielen Dank. Dass sie sich den Uncensored Podcast angehört haben. I wish she was a little bit more angry, right? Like, I can't even, hold on, let's see. Vielen Dank, dass sie sich vielen den Uncensored Podcast angehört haben. Like, oh shit, she is angry. So thank you if you're German and you listen to me, I appreciate that. Also, very popular in France. So I tip my silly little hat you, Frenchies out there and say thanks for listening. Merci d'avoir écouté le podcast de Fun Now, who wants some pancakes? Oh, oh, oh. Maybe some crepes and it's some French toast? <laughs> oui, oui. I think that's cool. So thank you guys so much for listening wherever you listen, whether it's here in the United States or somewhere abroad. I appreciate you. There's also Australia, but I didn't I didn't do Australian. I'd just be like, hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Uncensored Podcast. Now I'm going to go make love to a kangaroo. (laughs) I don't know why I said that. I'm sorry. All you Aussies that are like, I thought this guy was cool for a second. Now I just want to punch him right in the dick. It's like, what? What? I'm going to be walking down the street one day, happy as can be. Hi, everybody. Hello. And then all these Aussies are going to roll up on me like, hey, are you de Huff? i will be like, heck yeah, yeah, my friends. How are you? They're all like, oh, I thought so. Come here. And then they start punching me in the dick. They're all, there you go, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't like the fuck kangaroos, you sick bastard. Anyway, thank you guys for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. Hopefully you have a, a, a great day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. That's what we're here for, right? Ah, you guys are great. Have an amazing day. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Also, please leave a nice review wherever you're listening to this. Thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing place to get some barbecue. Check them out, 144th and Orchard Parkway. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.